Welcome everyone to season three, episode 23 of the Hall of Fame show. And here we are on the top of Mount Manitoba. I've got my Minnesota North Stars jersey. Nice. Thank you. And, but I can't do this without my co-host, Evan Nolan. How you doing, man? Oh, me. Oh, thanks. Um, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty well. It's a uh, second one of these in a row we're doing on a Celtics uh, game night, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, how I was it. wondering like, like how the hell am I this lucky? Well, I'm just hoping it holds out like last time. And if you remember last time in the fourth quarter, I was like, ah, I was expecting Celtics to lose game one and win game two. And then they ended up winning game one and losing game two. But now we're at game four and uh I'm hoping we can just hold out, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, do we start off with site updates? Yeah, 100% start with site updates. Okay, well, finally, after the last two weeks saying like, all right, I'm going to tell you who is the, who have you done for the rock list? I, I can tell, I can tell you that now. Would you like sure. to hear? All right. All right, hold on. So... I haven't looked at this. No, you haven't. So it's just the uh, the the updated Rock Hall list or the updated uh, not uh, not in Hall of Fame Rock list. Oh, sure. Let's yeah. do that. All right. So at number one, like that. Sorry, sorry. Let's let's do a countdown. Let's do uh, my favorite number is eleven. Let's do eleven to one. At number eleven is Iron Maiden. Okay. All right. At number 10, Joy Division. That is the most excited anyone has ever said Joy Division ever. Based on how the name came from? Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah. So, okay. At number nine, King Crimson. Okay. All right. At number eight, M C five. <laughs> All right, I was worried it was going to be hammer there for a second, but continue. <laughs> well done. At number seven, Graham Parsons. Okay. Cool. <laughs> that uh, Michael Buffer was not as excited about Graham Parsons. I guess not. Uh, number six, Willie Nelson. Ah, there we go. We actually, um, who was it today, who said if you had the ability to put your next group in the Rock Hall, you're in charge of who got in the Rock Hall next year, you could pick six acts, who would it be? Willie Nelson was one of my six. So let's see how many of the others you end up with. Okay. Well, number five, rocketing from the first time in the top five, Pixies. Oh, a lot of other people pick the Pixies, and I love the Pixies. Okay. I just I just feel and I just feel there are as much as I love the Pixies, there are a few other bands I would put there, but Pixies are my top ten out. So I'm very in favor of the Pixies. Well, I think you're in like number four. New Order. Ah, they were number seven for me. I love New Order, and I if I want New Order and Joy Division going separately, but if they have to go together like the faces and small faces, as long as they're in, we're fine. So. Well, at number three, someone who, uh, well, I don't know if it was a death threat so much, but anyway, Oasis. 
Mm. Surprising they've never been nominated. I think so. Yeah. The second most surprising non-nomination, I think, at the moment. The most surprising non-nomination, and we've been expecting it for years at this point, is Motley Crue. Yeah, just, I, I would agree. Uh, just they're clearly the next in their cat, by the way. I'm sorry? They went up to number 50. Okay, but I mean, just the way that the hall was going yeah. and who they're putting in, like the fact that they just stopped short of Motley Crue, mm-hmm. uh, was kind of, it's still kind of weird to me because they're clearly the best band left in their genre, so... At number two is Jethro Tull, and at some point, the official Notton Hall of Fame logo will reflect that. It just really? paid for that to happen. So okay. it's just a matter of that to go official. Is it just going to be a flautist? Oh, wow, no. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. No. God damn it. Have you ever seen vinyl? Uh, I I play it on my re- on my record player all the time, but okay, no no uh, vinyl like the it was a one year show on HBO. No, okay, well, never mind then. <laughs> never mind. And at number one for the first time ever is the Smiths. Mm. Interesting. So. Interesting. So you only had one of my six that I had there for my, my choices. Okay. So um, what was that? Uh, the only one I had, the only one you had was, uh, I mentioned it. Why can't it? Uh, Willie Nelson. Okay. Uh, hold on a second. Let me get my tweet so I make sure I'm not misspeaking when I say what I'm about to say. Um, so I had, for when, they, when they did the uh, list here, I had done... Uh, Diana Ross, where is she on your list? I'll finish. Chug, chug, chug. Nice. Well, I already know that you're not going to be happy with that. Do, do you want me to tell you that now? Yeah, I, I want to know. Where is she? All right. Bring that up. It's not, again, not my list so much. I understand. I understand. I understand. 123. That's insane. Uh, Herb, I know. Herbie Hancock. Higher than that. Yeah, I'm sure. 64. Oh, okay. Uh, cool in the gang. Well, cool it now. I'll find you. <laughs> well done. 73. Okay. Uh, how about the spinners? Thirty. Okay, and this one I'm sure is going to be somewhere in the two hundreds. Patty Labelle. I'm not going to tell you because it's not in the two hundreds. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, let's. I'm just one minute. It's in the four hundreds, and you're not wrong with what you say. And can I just say that the whole thing was with when an artist comes. All right, I'll put them where I think. Maybe they should go. Right. And when votes come, wherever they come. Mm-hmm. So what, what you're really telling me is I need to vote more often. Yes. Okay. That's, yes. that's Yeah, for people. Okay. So 
And this sort of like works out for whomever you think. So here are some people who got destroyed. Wor worse than uh, worse than Donovan McNabb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well done. And and for what everyone's saying is like on the on the football list, Donovan McNabb. I don't know, guys. He apparently beat everybody's dog. Like that's the only explanation for what's happening. Well, to him. well, here's the Donovan McNabb of. <laughs> Rock, here here's something you wouldn't think. Kid Rock, he's very political. So. Right, but it, yeah, so Kid Rock is getting destroyed. Yeah, he's very political, and he probably doesn't deserve it. So probably not. But man, it is. He's getting like massacred. Mm. Like, like on this. And so like he plummeted about like 30 or 40. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I got to get Patty LaBelle further up is the moral of the story. But anyway, okay. So the, the yeah, Rockless is up. He's not doing so good either. Yeah. Well, we'll and, see. And uh, how do I put this? Women so aren't doing so well on the list as in, in general. I'm sorry? Women don't do so well on the list in general. Well, I was going to say urban artists don't do so well. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Understood. Yeah. Uh, but, but even then, I, it, there's no pattern to this. I can't figure it out. I cannot figure this out anyway, like in any capacity. Like, uh, give me somebody and I'll tell you. Uh, do you mean just a general artist or an urban artist, as you would say? Anyone. Uh, let's just pick uh, Bad Company. Okay. No, everyone loves Bad Company. I know. That's why I picked them. Yeah. Bad Company. Okay. Bad Company has 97%. Positive? Yes. Oh. Okay. How about... Um... How about uh, uh sorry, is there obviously we did not yeah, yeah plan this. How about the Commodores? Okay, Commodores. Seventy-five percent. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. Interesting. All right. How about how about Jay Giles band for the other Boston band that's been nominated multiple times, never gotten in? Come back. Baby. Oh, I, was, I always loved uh, the opening to uh, the famous opening Love uh, Love Stinks that you only hear on Boston radio. This Wooba Grooba uh, with the green teeth, baby. 87. Yes. Okay. All right, not bad. Anyway, I don't know if this is ri riveting podcasting, so we should probably move well, on. No. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's very strange. Very strange. So, like, I can't figure it out. Uh, so that is now updated on notinhallofame.com. Also is the country list. Mm, nice. So uh, if I'm going to read what was sort of given to me by the person who did it. I didn't do it. Mm -hmm. So from Aaron Freeman. So let me just bring that up here. Because I asked him to sort of like explain how everything sort of changed. So this is from Aaron, and again, Aaron, 
Thanks, man. Because like I couldn't have done this. Okay. The biggest movements on the modern list, Dwight, meaning Dwight Yoakam, is probably the the last big 80s artist that will get in before the 80s artist transition. Well, Dwight, okay, he, he's pretty big on Dwight. That opens it all for the 90s singers, although Shania is the biggest in the mainstream. So Shania Twain. It doesn't surprise me much. Yeah. I, it, I should have said it doesn't impress me much. I didn't mean to say it that way. But uh, uh, the other big thing is Larry Gatlin, the Gatlin brothers, we're on the main list. Now they're going to the veterans. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, oh my God, if you sort of like look at those who are not in those lists, it's pretty impressive. Mm. Yeah. So with that, we've got two uh, franchise hall things to talk about. We do. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk with uh, Buffalo Sabres or New Let's start with the Sabres. Yeah, the, the team with the longest playoff drought in the four major sports. Buffalo. Okay. Hold on. Ryan Miller. Ryan Miller is going to be in the Buffalo Sabres Hall of Fame and they're going to retire his number. What do you mm-hmm. think? Number 30. I mean, he holds all the franchise records. He broke Hoshin's records uh, for uh, wins and a whole bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're breaking Dominic Hoshin's records, I know Hoshin also played for the Red Wings for a long time. But if you're be- bre- breaking one of the greatest goaltenders' records with the franchise where he was with for multiple years, I think that's probably worthy, particularly with the history of the Sabres. So here's something I thought was sort of interesting. He's going to be number 43 in terms of Buffalo Sabres Hall of Fame. And on, on, on your Hall of Fame? Oh, greatest. Oh, no, 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 no. He's the 43rd person. Oh, okay. Okay, I understand what you're saying now. Not mine. Got it. Yeah. And all due respect to the Buffalo Sabres, 43? Hmm. I mean, how long? They've been around for since, what, 67 at this point? Were yeah, but still, forty-three. I guess. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, that's true. Well, if he, I mean, take that foot out of the crease, and maybe things are different. Okay, but still, forty-three. <laughs> Fair enough. So, yeah, they've had a lot of good players so over the years. Absolutely, they have. Just, just not recently. Yeah, and I'm really happy for them. It's like. I've got a soft spot for Buffalo sports mm. uh, being a Toronto guy. So like, I would love for the bills to do well or for the Sabres to do well with my teams. Don't I understand. Um, the Sabres are going to have a chance because I think the Bruins are going to be rebuilding next year. Uh, so that fourth spot in the division oh, is gonna be- save that for my elevator up, but yeah. So, and I don't think that the Red Wings, the Senators, and the Canadians aren't ready yet. So, someone's got to jump up and maybe very well be the Sabres. Okay, so. but Ryan Miller, he's earned this. Uh, also, too, uh, and I'm a guy for both international hockey. Ryan mm-hmm. Miller was electric. He was phenomenal in 2010. Mm-hmm. And the U.S. didn't win. Correct. But 
wasn't his fault. Was exactly it was not his fault. He did everything he could. So, and I love my international hockey, as you know, and as God, do we have like regular fans? I I'd imagine. I don't know. I would hope so. I mean, nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So there's that. Uh, and then we're closer to my heart, New Orleans Saints. Uh, they added two new people to their Hall of Fame, uh, Devery Henderson and mm-hmm. uh, uh, really Devery Henderson. I don't know why they added the other guy. Who's the other person? I don't think I saw the Saints. Uh... Yeah, someone that I'm blanking on. That's how important he was. Uh, hold on. Two former players and a longtime trainer. Uh, yeah. Fred, only, Fred McAfee. Fred McAfee. I only wrote that in my damn site. But yeah. But yeah, uh, De- Devery, uh, it's kind of interesting with Devery. Uh, he had, he's a two time leader in yards per reception. Hmm. Yeah. But never had a thousand yards. Hmm. Interesting. But was a member of the Saints uh, Super Bowl team. So congrats to the congrats to the both of them. Yep. Yep. Do I do my smorgasbord? Go for it, man. All right. So for those wondering, it's the smorgasbord of shit. Something that I would you don't know what I'm gonna say. I have no idea, and I take no responsibility for anything other than trying to keep you on the rails. <laughs> so, well, well done, because like one of the smorgasbords was going to be something that actually you're doing on your your section. I'm not sure which one. I gave you what I was going to be doing, and you said I was going to cover that, so I'm not sure which one it was going to be. So we'll find out when we get there. Oh, it's golf. I'll tell you not now. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. No, golf is a mess. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Yeah. So like, uh, I'm just going to do like this one big brief section here. It's WNBA, but not really. Okay. Not really. Okay. Hey, protesters. Okay. If you're going to protest against Roe versus Wade, don't go to the WNBA. Mm. Did you see this, Evan? I did not. Okay. Well, a bunch of dumb Okay, I'm trying. Bunch of dumb people. They went to a, a New York. Oh, was it? What's the New York? Yeah, it doesn't matter. The Liberty. The Liberty. Okay. Yeah. Liberty. Links versus Liberty, and they're gonna say like, "Okay, we're gonna protest against Roe versus Wade at the WNBA." What? What do you think is going to happen? What? How stupid are you? Okay. How, what was it? Like a month ago where we looked My internet connection. Yeah, okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. So like a month ago, at least when it was the, the women who were going, who were protesting on, against the Timberwolves owner. Or then Timberwolves owner. 
Kwan Taylor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was annoying and stupid, but at least it, it made sense. You're protesting at the WNBA for this? Because the people there are going to say like, oh, I never thought this. You're at the biggest SJW. Sorry. I mean, maybe, maybe they thought they would just find a sympathetic audience. I don't know. Okay, it's sympathetic audience, but then what do you what do you do with that? What do you do with that? You're not helping anything. You're not saying anything. It's like, okay, you know, let's go to AOC's house and say, like, you know what? Like, I think maybe we're not uh, inclusive enough. What's the point in this? Like, what are we missing? I don't know, man. I, I don't really have much to say on this one. I didn't see it. Um, well, yeah, nobody my... did either because it was a WNBA game that wasn't on TV. So you're not even good at protesting. God damn it. Stupid people. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> well, nothing. You're not going to help me out here with this. I mean, I first of all, I didn't hear a lot of it because my internet kept breaking up. So I apologize for that. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really to say. Uh, people are going to protest. We're going to protest. I mean, people. There's a woman who chained herself to the net at the French Open. Uh, we've had the people who okay, tried super. Okay, okay. So the person who chained themselves at the French Open. Okay, I didn't know that. Why Why did they do that? I don't remember. <laughs> I just know. Okay, all right. That's, that's one of the things where the, the woman who got tackled by the uh, security guard, mm -hmm. uh, like, I don't remember what they were protesting. Um, but, I mean, people are trying to figure out a way to make their voices heard outside of wherever they're doing it. And I don't know if that's probably not the right venue. You're right. No, and I can accept to a certain point that, but I mean, like, if you're going to like protest that, are you going to really protest the in front of the people who love you the most? Yeah. That's what I don't get. I get it. Make that make sense. And they can't, yeah. but whatever. Anywho, all right, let's talk about dead people. <laughs> that's a seamless seamless transition as always um oh, yeah, it's never good sorry well i i shouldn't have done any kind of like smorgasbord of shit well, well let's let's go into uh we have a a quiet week again from the uh beige mistress so it's been a quiet time she may be in retirement we may just uh put her on the sidelines for now so um, okay, so we actually have a decently long list without a ton of big names probably this week, but uh, first one is Isaac Berger, uh, who is American heavy lifter, uh, heavyweight lifter who competed in 
Melbourne, Rome, and Tokyo, and uh, and won a gold in Melbourne, a silver in Rome, and a silver in Tokyo. Uh, one of the, uh, but it was born in Jerusalem and Palestine, uh, and came to uh, came to the U.S. Um, so he's a member of the United States Weightlifters Hall of Fame and a member of the International Jewish Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, he passed away at the age of 85. Did it say what of? I did not see. No. Okay. All right. Uh, from the world of racing, auto racing, Elton Rasmussen, member of the Canadian Motorsports Hall of Fame, uh, who uh, was in the USAC Championship Car Series uh, and raced it, raced in three Indianapolis 500s, including 75, 77, and 79. Uh, passed away at the age of, I got just some math here, uh, 81. No, eight, I'm sorry, 85. I apologize. Uh, yeah, so also uh, create, was a fabricate of race parts for years in Indianapolis after his racing career. Oh, okay. Impressive. Yeah. Um, from the world of baseball, uh, Costin Shockley, who didn't have much of a career in for the Phillies and Angels, um, other than he refused to report to the minor leagues. He was going to be playing for the Angels. They tried to send her to Seattle. He refused to report because his wife didn't know anyone in Seattle. He didn't want to have her have to drive back and forth to watch the games. And so his, his major league career ended. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but he is a member of... Um, uh, the Delaware Baseball Hall of Fame, the Eastern Shore Baseball Hall of Fame, and the Delaware Sports Museum Hall of Fame. Uh, he passed away at the age of 80 after a long battle with cancer. I just loved his stories, though. So. He's like, nah, I'm not going to marry the league. My wife doesn't know anyone in Seattle. So, um, you know, you know also, that, that, that's not all that weird. Uh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of who was in Edmonton. All right, you know, continue with that. I might have some, I might remember who that is, but anyway. Okay. Uh, we had also another member of the All American Girls Professional Baseball League, Izzy Alvarez, uh, the youngest Cuban born player to enter, uh, passed away at the age of 88. Um, she was a member of the Chicago Colleens, the Fort Wayne Daisies, the Battle Creek Bells, the Kalamazoo Lassies, and the Grand Rapid uh, Chicks. She played for all of them. Um, so she was a pitcher and an outfielder, batted and threw left-handed. So, you know, like we said, there aren't many of them left. So every time I see one, I'm going to make, make no, a point of yeah, uh, pointing sure. it out. Absolutely. Uh, from the world of basketball, uh, we have a member, three-time ABA All-Star and member of the Marquette uh, Sports Hall of Fame, George Thompson. Uh, passed away at the age of 74. His number 24 is retired by uh, Marquette. Passed away complications from diabetes. Uh, was drafted by the Celtics in the fifth round of the 69 draft. The 66th overall pick. Not to say that the NBA had too many drafting rounds in the 1960s. But there were only like 14 teams. And he was picked in the fifth round at pick 66. I'm not sure how many people they had on the bench back then. But it seems like an unnecessary number. Um, isn't that crazy though that we have only two rounds in the nba now compared to like what we look at now. right yeah uh he held the aba record for most free throws attempted in a single game at 30 
So only thirty. Only thirty. Um, he played one season with the Bucks. Uh, he played one season with the Bucks, but played most of the Pittsburgh Pipers and Condors and Memphis Times. Also spent some time down in Brazil, uh, but um, also is a member of the Wisconsin Athletic Hall of Fame and the New York City Basketball Hall of Fame, uh, and the Brooklyn, New York Hall of Fame. So a lot of a lot of Hall of Fames passed away at this age of seventy four. Okay, from the world of football, we got a bunch here. Um, we will start with uh, where we're we going to start. Let's start with sorry, a member of uh, the Detroit Lions, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, from '68 to '78, Rocky Freitas, uh, second team All Pro and a Pro Bowler in 1972, uh, a tackle, uh, went to Oregon State, passed away at the age of 76. Um, he was the chancellor from the University of Hawaii for a while. Um, but yeah, he passed away after 11 year uh, career in the NFL. Also lost uh, Verrill Switzer, who uh, was a, uh, he's an all Hall of State, a Hall of Famer at Ken, uh, Kansas State. Uh, played for the Packers and from 54 to 55, also with the Stampeders and the uh, Montreal Alouettes. Uh, he passed away at the age of 89, did not say from what, but he's a member of the Kansas Sports Hall of Fame and the Kansas High School Activities Association Hall of Fame. We're learning a lot about smaller Hall of Fames today uh, with the people who are passing away. Um, smaller Robert, awesome, though, aren't they? They are. Yeah, some are very, very cool. So... Um, also passing away, uh, Robert Stewart, who was one of the greatest players ever in the arena football league. Uh, I know the arena league doesn't have a hall of fame, but if they did, he'd probably be in it three time. Uh, no, first... no, they do. Oh, they do. He yeah. should be in it then. He played for the Charlotte rage, New Jersey, red dogs, New York, New York dragons, Arizona rattlers and Carolina Cobras mm -hmm. for 11 years, a three time first team all arena three-time second team all arena and the lineman of the year in 1999 uh passed away at the age of 55 i don't know from what uh, football is so much fun if you ever went to see that i did i went to see a massachusetts marauders game once oh yeah um yeah who were a short-lived uh short-lived uh team in the arena football league back mm -hmm. in the day um, so I did, I went to see them once they played in Worcester. Um, so I saw one game, um, also from the Canadian football league hall of fame, Tony. Okay. I got it. They have hope. They thankfully have a pronunciation guide. I'm going to say Pajakowski P A J A C Z K O W S K I Pajakowski, uh, played with the month. Yeah. Played with the Montreal. Uh, Alouettes and Calgary Stampeders from 55 to 67 actual reversos. Uh, passed away at the age of 86. Uh, he won the CFL's Most Outstanding Canadian Award in 1961. And was an all-star in the 62-65. Uh, uh, sorry, he was... Oh, they have this weirdly. He was all-star from 60 to 66. But they have it broken out weirdly uh, when I'm looking at this. So... Uh, yeah, one of the greatest uh, candidates ever 
to come out of Calgary, is what they said. So he passed away uh, four days before his 86th birthday. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I always thought there was an outstanding Canadian, Mm -hmm. you know, in the CFL. But uh, for those not aware, the CFL, uh, you have to have a certain amount of percentage to play of Canadians. Right. So it's very very much like the MLS right now with Americans. Oh, really? Okay. I didn't know that. What's that percentage? Uh, it's gone down over time at one point there was only at one point earlier you can only have three Mm non-americans it's gone down over time they've changed it around but i believe you have to have i i I don't know how many you have to have anymore but there's a there is a certain percentage of americans because the point is to try and grow american soccer as well so yeah same same idea in the canadian football league so and that has not changed in decades uh, probably the biggest name who passed away in football this week was uh, guard Bob Talamini, uh, who was a three-time oh, AFL champion. Okay. Yeah, three-time AFL champion, 60, 61, and 68. Three-time uh, first-team All-AFL in 63, 65, and 67. Four-time second-team All-NFL, 61, 62, 64, 66. AFL's all-time second-team and a, and a six-time AFL All-Star. Also a member of the Jets that won that Super Bowl you may have heard about. Uh, that was his last game. Good last game professionally. Good time to retire. Uh, but he played mostly for the Oilers, played the one game with the Jets, or one season with the Jets. Uh, passed away at the age of uh, 70. Oh, sorry, at the age of 83. Also a member of the Kentucky Pro Football Hall of Fame. So Yeah, I miss that completely. Like, he was a pretty big deal. Yeah, he actually is the one who played next to Winston, uh, what I can think of his name, the offensive lineman on that team. Um, yeah, Winston Hill, thank you. I can't think of his last name. Yeah, 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 he and Winston Hill were that side of the line, so in front of Joe Namath. Yeah. So, yeah. all right, moving out and into hockey. Um, Eric Nestorenko passed away, yeah. uh, played for the Maple Leafs, Blackhawks, and Chicago Cougars. Played from 51 to 74. Really big deal with Chicago. Yeah. Very big deal with Chicago. Uh, yeah. Member of their 61 Chicago. They're 61 Stanley Cup team, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Um, he also, though, is probably best, sadly, best known as uh, attacking Willie O'Ree with racial slurs and butt ending him with a hockey stick breaking O'Ree's nose. And locking out his front teeth. Uh, or re-retaliated by taking a stick and gave Nestorenko a cut that required 15 stitches in his head. I deserved it. Yes, 100%. Um, but remember the Manitoba Hockey Hall of Fame passed away at the age of 88. Uh, Paul Capo passed away at the age of 83. American ice hockey player, member of the 64 Winter Olympics team. Uh, member of the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame, elected in 2004. He passed away at the age of 83. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I missed a football player. I apologize. It was out of order. Uh, one more football player, Don Perkins, uh, six-time Pro Bowler, three-time oh. All-Pro, NFL Rookie of the Year, Dallas Cowboy, Ring of Honor. I do these by sport, and I somehow put them in the hockey section. Oh, shit. So I apologize. I, I missed that completely. I did not know that he passed away. What, what did he die of? Uh, I passed away at the age of 84. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it just said he was living in Albuquerque. Uh, and uh, yeah, it just said he died at the age of, uh, yeah, died at June 9th, 2022. Uh, he had preserved time as his football analyst with CBS and ABC, among other television radio networks. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still sort of like stuck on, I, I guess, with uh, Nestorenko. I, I did not know that. What, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, it was, it was passed away. I did not know that he said that to Willie. Um, that stuff with Willie O'Ree. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's shitty, so, but, but, but it's also like so back then, like, okay, are you just trying to get in his head? Yeah, I guess. I, I don't but, know. I mean, when, I don't know. When, 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 but it, it gives credence again when O'Ree got elected to the Hockey Hall of Fame. People are like, well, he didn't have to put up with the same stuff that, you know, Jackie Robinson did. But there was some of that stuff he did have to put up with. So, um, anyway, anyway no, I want to go back to Perth. Oh, God, yeah. yeah no, he, he, he didn't. He just sort of like just appeared out of nowhere. But anyway, yeah, go on. I just want to go back to Perkins. Because uh, Perkins is in the uh, Cowboys Ring of Honor. Yeah. As a fullback, uh, he was elected. The Professional Football Research Association named him their Hall of Very Good class of 2016. Uh, but when he retired, he was fifth in NFL history with 6,217 rushing yards. Um, so he and uh, Don Meredith were elected together in 76. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, he passed away at the age of uh, 84. All right, now going back to hockey, uh, we have one more here. Let me make sure I don't screw this up anymore. Uh, Larry Hillman passed away as well. Uh, Larry Hillman played for you ready for this? He played from 55 to 76. He played for the Red Wings, Bruins, Maple Leafs, North Stars, Canadians, Flyers, Kings, Sabres, Cleveland Crusaders, and Winnipeg Jets. His name is on the Stanley Cup trophy. Not one, not two, not three, not four. Not five, but six times. I would never would have known that. Member of the 55 Red Wings, 62, 63, uh, 64, and 67 Maple Leafs, 69 Canadians. So there you go. Wow. Also won the Avco Cup as the coach of the uh, – he won it as the uh, a player in 76 which, uh, with the Winnipeg Jets and then as a coach. With the Winnipeg Jets in seventy. Yeah, I should have worn my Jets jersey. There you go. But yeah, not uh, not the worst. Not the worst thing I've ever seen. He retired with a total of uh, six goals and oh no, I'm sorry, take it back. He 40, 42 goals and two hundred and forty five assists in his entire career, and that long. So yeah, I mean, like like. like a role player but like when you look back those like back then man the, the hockey players of the 60s there was only six pro teams think about that yep yeah. yeah i know yeah. i know so anyway he passed away like i said at the age of 85 mm-hmm. all right um i'm gonna go into a couple of people uh in music before we go into the big names here uh just a couple of people passed by ken kelly who is a fantasy artist who drew a lot of uh, album covers, including Destroyer by Kiss. 
and Love Gun by Kiss. Okay. Artists who drew them. All right. All right. Yeah. I mean, like, Kiss is a guilty pleasure of mine. I will never. Pleasures of everybody's. I will Um, never say that, like, they are the greatest band of all time. It just. They're just so much fun for me. Okay. Yeah. mm -hmm. But yeah, the Destroyer cover. Yeah. Yeah. So he passed away at the age of 76. Uh, also passing away, Dave Smith, who is the founder of the synthesizer company Sequential, which doesn't seem that important, except that they're the ones who created the first synthesizer with the programmable, the programmable memory and was the leader of the development of, uh, I don't know if it's just MIDI, M-I-D-I. Mm-hmm. So one of the huge inventions that changed music in America and the way it was produced and the way it was created and, and recorded. Uh, he passed away at the age of 72. Just want to give a sh- quick shout out to them. Um, passing away, uh, rapper Mariel Semolente uh, Orr, also known as Trouble, uh, was shot and killed in his own house by an intruder who was just trying to rob the place. Uh, died at the age of 34. So, yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. So, um, uh, great. A little bit older, Granchin Moncor III, one of the greatest jazz trombonists, uh, son of jazz bassist Granchin Moncor II and the nephew of Al Cooper, uh, passed away at the age of 85 of cardiac arrest. If you look at his history, it's a who's who of jazz from back in the day. So including Herbie Hancock, who I brought up earlier. Um, uh, Also lost uh, Hal Bynum. Uh, who is a songwriter from the outlaw country movement. He wrote Lucille by Kenny Rogers. Uh, Papa was a good man by Johnny Cash. Ain't, uh, there ain't no good chain gang for Cash and Waylon Jennings. Uh, Nobody's Fool by Jim Reeves and a bunch of others. Uh, oh, nothing. Has awards. What? So, yeah, nothing important. Yeah, nothing that anybody's heard of, 100%. Um, also has a bunch of spoken word recordings, uh, but he passed away at the age of 87. Um, we also lost Julie Cruz, American singwriter, uh, musician, songwriter, singwriter, and actress, um, collaborated with Al- uh, Angelo Baldamenti and David Lynch. Uh, she was also an act, a pay, made appearances as a route roadhouse singer in Twin Peaks and, uh, her theme song, the theme song Twin Peaks Falling was her recording. Uh, so she passed away at the age of 65 in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Yeah, so like, what's the Twin Peaks thing? Bum, bum, she did that? I guess. I can't remember the Twin Peaks theme song off the top of my head, I'll be honest. All right, okay. She, she, um, she had uh, systemic lupus, which limited her ability to walk and stand and was depressed and actually committed suicide right. uh, at the age of 65. Um, before we get to the two biggest names, I do want to point out Ann Turner Cook passed away. Do you know who she was? One of the most recognizable faces in the world, Ann Turner Cook. She's the baby from Ger- Gerber Baby Food. Oh, okay. How old do you think she was when she passed? Oh, God. Uh, 72? 95. Oh, fuck. Okay. Oh, I'm never that picture was drawn in 1926 or 1927 and has been on the Gerber baby products ever since. So good for her. Um, so 
She yeah, passed away at the age of 95. So the two biggest names that passed away this week, Jim Seals passed away of Seals and Croft. Diamond Girl. That, oh, I always think of Summer Breeze first. So Summer Breeze mm-hmm. makes me feel fine. Yeah. Blowing through the jazz. For a long time, I thought it was a chasm of my mind. And then I realized it was Jasmine. I only heard that song, what I think I've said before, when I went skiing up in northern New Hampshire with one radio station, WHOM, which was easy listening and in the 80s. And that song was on a lot. And I just always thought it was Chasm as a small child. I have no idea why. Uh, but yes, Jim Seals passed away um, uh, at the age of, after a long illness, it says. So he's either 79 or 80. He had a stroke in 2017. He was been, uh, it, it says that he was born in either 41 or 42. It's been unsure, but he's so he's either 79 or 80 when he just passed away. You know, I've, I've got to do a yacht rock thing or just like a mm. yacht rock playlist just for myself. Mm. And that would be on that too. That would definitely be on that. Yeah. Oh. That's a great one for just like sitting by a lake and I guess it'd be or on a boat, but like just in a, Adirondack chair to lake. That's a great song to listen to. Summer breeze. Were so. you, well, on the on lake on Lake Winnipeg, Lake Manitoba. But what if it's frozen? I don't know. I mean, then you're there eleven and a half months out of the year. Um, and finally, uh, the yeah. biggest name I think who passed biggest name passed this week, uh, member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Alex Alec John Such. Uh, the original bass player and founding member of Bon Jovi yeah. uh, passed away yeah. at the age of 70. Um, it doesn't say why. It, it said he needed assistance returning to bed earlier the day he passed, but it didn't say what he passed of. Like 70. Like bon, jo- like bon Jovi doesn't seem 70, right? I th- well, he's not that old. Um, well, he's not, but I mean, like, like when I read that, like 70? Yeah, Bon Jovi's 60. Okay, yeah. So, but yeah. yeah. So anyway, so that is that is everybody who's passed this week. So. All right. So uh, before we sort of like go into elevator up, elevator down, uh, I didn't tell you some of the people who were on, new on the rock, rock list. So. Okay. Uh, who do you think is the highest ranked of the new of the rock list? I'm not in the Hall of Fame. Of the new folks coming in? Yes. Um, Sorry, no pressure, because like I didn't tell you I was going to do this. Yeah, I'm trying to think who I'm looking for who is eligible yeah. this year. Because uh, like so, nobody's even, this is probably going to be the first time where there's nobody even remotely close to the top 50. Although it wouldn't surprise me if the first person gets in. Um, Nickelback. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, Nickelback is I don't know. not even on that, but anyway. Uh, I, I Although actually, Nickelback I, plummeted 100. Oh, I, I actually don't know. All right, so Missy Elliott. Uh, will oh, okay. debut, yeah, she's going to debut at number... Well, she is. She already debuted at number 79. Oh, okay. 
uh, Muse at 106, uh, Sugar Rio, I never even know how to pronounce that. Sugar Rios at uh, 108. Yeah, Sugar Ross. Thank you. And Lempiscat at 113. Interesting. So the other ones who are up, yeah. Black Eyed Peas, Destiny's Child, Muse, Queens of the Stone Age, Puff Daddy. Um, oh, sorry, Muse at like 105. Muse at 105. Muse is a 105. Yeah. Uh, would you say a puff? Uh, uh, where are you? I don't know. I have you as Diddy at dipshit. Sorry. Uh, P. Diddy at 361. Okay. Uh, and you said Black Eyed Peas. I don't think you even put them there. I'm not surprised. I was just going with the, I went, just went to uh, future, future Rock Legends looking at yeah. the biggest name. So, yeah, uh, no, and so do I. And, you know, to their credit, uh, I think what sometimes throws me off is they keep changing where they think someone's going to be eligible. Yeah, it's well, I mean, it'd be nice if the Rock Hall just gave us a list like these people are eligible. Right. So, so they're guessing, and this is not a shot at them because they're awesome. And right. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But it's, but like, just the fact that Smokey Robinson got in for like a demo tape well before he joined the Miracles as his eligibility that we had to put the Miracles in separately. Oh like yeah. We just, you just, there's just no way to figure it out. Oh yeah, totally. Totally. Like, like they've done such a phenomenal job and I've got nothing. I will, you'll never hear me say anything bad about them ever. hundred percent. hundred percent. So, all right. Uh, why are you going to get elevator up, elevator down? Yeah. Uh, elevator up is I've got one big elevator up. You already know who that is. Uh, yeah, we already sort of yeah. earlier. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, that's Patrice Bergeron uh, for the Boston Bruins, who we talked about briefly last week. I hope he's going to keep playing. I and, do too. Yeah, uh, Bergeron just won his fifth and record-setting uh, Frank J. Selke Award, and for me personally. Uh, I love two-way hockey players. Mm -hmm. I I really do, and I think this is one of those awards that I hope gets more play as we go on. But now, can we not agree that in the last twenty years, Patrice Bergeron is the greatest two-way player ever? You're yeah, I mean. They yeah, and this year he definitely deserved it. So there's, uh, there was a data from Top Down Hockey that had mm -hmm. every player in the league uh, on an XY axis for goals for per 60 and goals against per 60, put you on a graph. So we wanted to be with the upper right corner. Like that's the two-way dominance for fewest goals against you and most goals for you. He is like a standard deviation and a half away from the second player. Like I, this year yeah it's I mean, insane I, where he is compared to everybody else i love this guy uh he's 36 and can can still go yeah he'd 100 still go yeah i just don't know if he's going to be out for at least the first six months yeah um next year so so if um, e carbono was a hall of famer mm -hmm. can we not just say that patrice bergeron is first ballot now with this guy like Am I wrong here? I mean, he's got he's gotten I think exactly nine hundred points in his career, so he's a little low there. But in terms of, I mean, I don't think there's anyone who's going to hold that against him. He's got a Stanley Cup. 
He's brought his team to the finals three times. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not only does he have five Selkie awards, he's been a finalist 11 straight years. Mm-hmm. And they only have three finalists, guys. So out of the whole league, there are only three of them. And he's been a finalist 11 straight years. Um, and, and I don't know if you saw, NHL Public Relations went and had interviews with other Selkie winners. Yes. No, because you sent that to me. Yeah. And the, uh, yeah. one of the coolest ones, one of the coolest ones was Bob Gainey, who held the record with Bergeron with four and is famously a Montreal Canadian. Um, and coming out and saying something yeah. very, very nice about how he deserved it and how he's a great player. And he's always loved watching you play and hopes that other people, when they play hockey, play like Patrice Bergeron. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Bergeron had a 61% win, face-off win percentage this year. 61%. That does not happen. What did That's I also crazy. Like, also, too, I think he, he's now like the five-time leader in this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, and a lot of the things we always talk about in, in basketball, like I'll just take Al Horford and I actually don't want to, how would the Celtics do? I've looked in a while. It's not going well. Um, but the, the Al Horford. Um, yeah, we're going to be talking about him in the next two weeks. Guaranteed. Yeah. But, but, yeah. but Al Horford does a lot of things that don't show up on the stat sheet. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. A lot of yeah. screening and moving the ball quickly and everything you don't actually see. It's very much the same for Bergeron, except for the fact Bergeron also plays on one of the most famous offensive lines mm-hmm. in the past decade. I mean, the perfection line is, I mean, how many lines still have names, right? So, yeah. I mean, I mean just, uh, I'm I'll not be, rash- I'll be blunt here, and I'm not a Bruins guy, obviously, like you are, but for me, Patrice Bergeron, right now, right now, for me, is the first ballot Hall of Famer to me. I mean, I, I would like to think so as well, but you never know. I mean, like I said, he's, I think he has exactly 900 career points, which is a little low for first ballot Hall of Famers, but hey. So we'll, and we'll, we'll see. Like I said, yeah. I don't know. Oh, I don't oh, know if oh. the Bruins are, he's I, also a free agent. I wasn't, I wasn't going to talk them. about this, uh, but I'm now re- reworking the basketball thing. So look at the three people who are going to be eligible next year. Uh, and on your basketball list? Or? Okay, well, no, it's not there. So, so don't go there. It's going to be Nowitzki, uh, Dwayne Wade, Pau Gasol. Mm, it's pretty strong three. Yeah. Also, Tony Parker is eligible. Now, all four of those guys should get in. Right. Now... I'm going to put Nowitzki over Wade. In my I agree. I 100% agree with that. Okay. Nowitzki, Nowitzki had a funny t- a tweet today, actually. Someone had a, who do you think when you have this? I had like offense on like a bar that went up to 10 and defense on a bar that only went to two. Like what player could first comes to mind? And Nowitzki said, I think it would be me, but the, there's one too many bars on defense. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nice. So like, I, I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, so, like, elevator down. Did I tell you who I was going to say or no? No, you did not. Uh, he's, he's here again. Deshaun Watson. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so who who is the starting quarterback for the Browns week one? Because they've isolated Baker Mayfield. Oh, no. 
the Baker Mayfield's not even in camp. I I don't even know what to say. Uh, but Watson, like this whole week, holy crap! I mean, yeah, it's, been, it's, it's been a I bad. Don't kink, I don't want to kink shame. This is not a kink. Yeah. And and the Texans are being sued because they provided a hotel room with their dime for the purpose, knowing what it was allegedly. Yep. So this has yep. not been a good week for the NFL at all. No. Uh, between the, the Spanos is suing each other out mm-hmm. for the Chargers and Jack Del Rio uh, getting fined a hundred thousand dollars by his head coach today. Yeah, that uh, I'm not a fan of. Like I, I think Del Rio was an idiot for what he said, but. Okay, why are you fine for that? But whatever. Is that something you get fined over? Um, when you ha- are in charge of a lot of African-American players and say that the situation where there, where there were protests with, I'm not going to say there weren't, there was a destruction of property. There are protests and- over the death of African-Americans at the hands of police, but the white people storming the Capitol building was just, you know, a, a friendly walk in the park, essentially, a dust-up. Yeah, no, no, I hear what you're saying. Strong, you need I to make know. a strong statement. Yeah. All right, right, but anyway, anyway, going back, yeah. Yeah, so, but I mean, and then somebody else is suing somebody else doing I can't think who else it is. Um <laughs> But like, there's so many of them, it's hard to keep track. Uh, yeah. Oh, and I guess the the, uh, the Broncos also did got sold for a record four and a half million dollars uh, to the Waltons. So that's going to be interesting as well. But billion. Four and a half billion. Did I say million? That's meant to say billion. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Four and a half billion. Four and a half million isn't, you know, even playing for... Uh, for uh, Having said Wilson, that, if you, if you were to buy uh, the United States Athletical Fame for four and a half million, uh, <laughs> Evan and I will listen. Reluctantly. We will have conditions. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, anyway. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what I'll say about Sean Watson other than, yeah, he's never. Well, yeah. Because, I mean, like, he was, when I think I started the elevator up, elevator down, he might have been my first one. I can't remember. But, Jesus Christ. It just keeps getting worse and worse. Like, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I, I, I'll, I'll say this only. He's clearly a piece of shit. He appears to be. So, you know, when it comes to stuff. But anyway, so the, he's my elevator down. Uh, I had a bunch of elevator downs, which you're going to kind of take from me as we move on to the, the yeah so you you, you you can add them in as we get there so yeah. if there yeah. are specific people so um let's go to the good the bad and the ugly here to close this stuff out uh just by the way a couple a couple of get well soon before we get there oh, uh wow. one get well soon i never thought i would say this to uh justin bieber uh i don't know if you saw what happened he's no. getting canceled is he sick canceled very uh he's canceled a lot of dates he apparently got shingles and the virus attacked the nerve in his ear and he's paralyzed on the left side of his face his eye won't blink his can't like move the cheek muscles to smile his nostril on that side doesn't move 
So people were like, why is he canceling all these dates? What's going on? And he came out and gave a, uh, a talk today. It's a very rare syndrome. Uh, and he literally cannot move the right side of his face at the moment, uh, which no, I, is... I did not know that. Okay. Well. A very big problem. And I hope he gets better soon. Uh, the other one who I'd like to uh, get, send to get better soon to is, uh, is John Flansburg. They might be Giants. Uh, who was in a very bad car accident on the way home from a show last week. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, yesterday, actually. Um, so he is going to be recovering. He has seven broken ribs, some of which have multiple fractures. Uh, so he's going to have a lengthy recovery coming up here. They've canceled everything through uh, up in, into August. Uh, I just hope he gets back in the road. We're lucky he didn't have worse than seven broken ribs. Although, some of the ribs are broken are multiple places. I, I had a, just like one fractured rib and mm. it was, a, I can't, yeah, seven. I can't even imagine. Yeah. So anyway, um, the, uh, the, uh, the uh, Warriors won, by the way, by seven points. So. Um, really? Okay. Well, uh, I've got, well, not that you want to hear this. Just my official prediction was Golden State in six. Okay. Well, it's possible. But I'm never right. Well, no, hold on. I'm never right in hockey. Mm. Well, the Celtics haven't lost back-to-back games in the playoffs. So if they come out and win the next one, again, they're now... It's, it's not like I'm making something bold. Like, it's just... Oh, yeah. it's just... I mean, like, right. like I said, though, people were saying this was going to be a five-game, four or five-game series for the Warriors. Like, the Warriors are freaking good. Like I want, to, do I want the Celtics to win? Yes. Am I going to be absolutely crushed if they don't? No. Like the Warriors are freaking good. Like Draymond Green's a putz, uh, but like, like the rest of that team, and, and apparently Clay Thompson's a ninny, uh, but the rest of that team is like our, our stuff is just he's ridiculous. He's the best player in the series. I, I was talking to my 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 so close friend here and. Pretty much Golden State is who Golden State is. You're going to live and die by the three. And, you know, that's pretty much what it was. They died the last game. I'm guessing they won this game from that point. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I'm going to have to watch it later. Yeah. So anyway, all right. So let's go into the good, the bad, and the ugly here. Do you want to do the sound effect? I was, uh, was that soft in the middle or just make a, did I just lose some stuff? I don't know. No, I was, um, I was going a little sadder. But I'll, I'll, I'll go a little bit more deeper. There we go. Oh, by the way, the other team that was that with uh, uh, the suit is the Orioles. Uh, Peter Andros' sons are suing each other. And to which I say, <laughs> I hope, every, to which I say, I hope everybody loses. Um, it just sounds funny. I don't even know why. I'm going to look that up later, but go on. Yeah. Um, so the good, I'm going to just, uh, I want to spend some time again on international soccer coming up this week. We have the last two games for the world cup spots. Um, so we have Peru is going to take on Australia and, uh, Costa Rica takes on New Zealand, uh, on the 13th and 14th. I can't, I think Australia Peru is the first game of the 13th in New Zealand and, uh, Costa Rica is the game on the 14th. All the games being playing in Qatar, but the games that will happen this week 
Uh, we talked last time about Ukraine beating Scotland. They lost. It didn't happen, unfortunately. Well, yeah, but they, you know, they beat Scotland, but they lost a heartbreaker against Wales. Wales, yeah, yeah. But mad props to Ukraine and what they did. Australia barely survived UAE um, and, and ended up scoring in the uh, 86th minute in order to get through. But international soccer is as strong as it's ever been, and it's going well. And it's amazing. As soon as Australia won, all of Asia was like, let's go Australia. And all of South America was like, let's go Peru. And like the continents get behind each other. Hey, I want, they're my rivals. It's, kind of, it's almost like um, in the, it, like the ACC, you hate each other during the regular season, but you got, you get yourselves to the tournament okay, and yeah, you I'm find yourselves like, yeah, yeah. if you're a North Carolina fan, you're like, I hate Duke, but I still want Duke to win for the conference pride. You know what I mean? Until we, until we even be kicked the crap out. Well, maybe not Duke, but at least Wake Forest or NC State. Okay. Right. So uh, I just, international soccer has been awesome. If you have the chance to watch the games uh, on the 13th and 14th, I highly recommend it. Um, I, I got to say, man, like, I, I can't, it's kind of funny. Like we've been doing, you and I have been doing this for like, oh God, I don't know how long. If we could finally meet each other watching soccer, that would mm. be the better than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. We've never yeah, met. We have not. So, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's great. And of course, the By other way, thing that's been going on eight. too. Okay. <laughs> um, the other stuff going on too, is they also now have the nation's league where teams play each other around the same like level to move up and down in the rankings in the continent that they've set up. Uh, and some of those nation's league games have been amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Italy losing uh, well, Italy lost to Argentina, but they also like they haven't been playing that great. Uh, just some of these Nations League games have been fantastic. The U.S. had a Nations League game today; it's actually still going on. They're up four to nothing over Grenada because it's North America, and we only yeah. have like three countries to matter. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, um, but you know, soccer has been fantastic, and but I just want to give mad props to a Ukraine team full of players who play for teams that haven't been able to play much. A lot of those guys play domestically in Ukraine. There hasn't been a league since like February. Uh, and um, yeah. And they still put up a hell of a fight. They outplayed Wales in certain places. Gareth Bale is just one of the best players in the world. Mm-hmm. So and Bale was thinking of retiring, by the way. Uh, but he's now going to play retiring internationally or just retiring overall. That's taking some time off and stepping back. Okay. Uh, but he actually is now probably going to play for his local Wales club side uh, this, uh, this summer to stay in shape until the uh, world cup comes around in November. So, is so he's going to be playing. When's the last time Wales were in the world cup? 1958. You know, I, I knew you were going to know the answer, but <laughs> Yeah, and I think they hold on. I think they finished third too. Um, That's why you're so awesome. Uh, 1958. Hold on. In Give, 1958, they lost. Sorry, they lost in the quarterfinals to Brazil, one to, and uh, Pelé, one to nothing. Give me crazy hockey one. I I could sort of like match that. But anyway, uh, yeah. So good. yeah, they t- they tied Hungary one one. They tied Mexico one one. They tied Sweden 0-0. Advanced Mexico to the, never wins. They always tie. 
That is true. Yeah. They advanced to the first round of the playoffs and beat Hungary two to one. Hungary was very good back in the fifties, mm-hmm. and then lost to Brazil one nothing. Well, so. you, you really got to be more hungry for it. Anyway, uh, what's the bad? Sorry. Uh, the the bad. I just want to talk about what the hell is going on with the Angels. Like I know they beat the Red Sox for the first. It was their first win in fourteen games uh, when they beat the Red Sox last night, but like. They were a first-place team. They have two of the best players in the league. It finally looks like they're going to get somewhere. Okay. but, but Sorry, go on. I, I, I've got an answer for this, but yeah. And yeah. they're losing again 4-2 to two tonight so far in the fifth to the Mets. But, like, Mike Trout has played one playoff game in his career. Mm-hmm. One. And it doesn't even officially count as a playoff game. So, like, how incompetent do you have to be particularly expanded playoffs to not get one of the back? I was gonna say one of the great greatest players of generation. He is the greatest player of his generation. Right. Okay. And and just they look like they're in control, and then they lose thirteen in a row, and look like they're on the way to losing fourteen to fifteen. Okay, so let's look at the Angels, right? So you've got Trout and Otani, who are or the two. If we were to say, like, who are the two top 10 players right now, we, we would say those two guys, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So if we went to the top 100 players, there'd still only be two angels. That may be true. And that's really what it is. So, like, so, then, so then back up then. That goes back to my original point. How incompetent do you have to be? Artie Moreno has incredibly deep pockets. They had Joe sure. Madden. As a manager who they fired in the midst of this thing. Like, how bad do you have to be? Almost an elevator down from him. Oh, for but, Joe Madden? Yeah, but I mean, like, I, I don't even feel that... I, I, I'm charting this team, right? Like, there's, you've got two really good players and scrubs. I, I, I don't... That's what it is with the Angels. There's nobody else. Yeah. Well, Jared um, Walsh well, is going to be a star eventually. Right, but like, it's, like it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I thought they'd finally turn the corner. Uh, but just by the way, one interesting thing before we move on that came out of this, uh, John Boy tweeted a list from someone uh, called Constant Gardner 11. Okay. Uh, he listed the most, the most recent 12-game losing streaks for each team in the major leagues. Okay, okay. all right. I'll bite. One 29 teams have had a losing streak of at least 12 games. What is the only one that has not? Since 2019? No, 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 no. Of the 30 teams in baseball, yeah. 29 of them have lost at least 12 straight games at some point in their franchise's history. Oh. There's only one of the 30 teams that has not lost at least 12 straight. Which team is it? Okay. okay. Um, crap. I have no idea who. The Florida slash Miami Marlins. Shocking, isn't it? They're the only franchise that has not lost at least 12 consecutive games. Sorry, I had to shake my head there. What? I know. What's even, what's also amazing though is um, the following team. So the White Sox lost 15 games back between September of 67 and April of 68, the White Sox. 
Okay, but look, when we go back to what you just said, the Marlins are also, when you look at like, okay, here's a two times World Series champion. That and so right. like, what? And, uh, it's ridiculous. Um, but so uh, going back to the White Sox lost to 12, uh, 15th Street between September of 67, April of 68. The six, there are six teams that have longer stre- times for streaks in 68. Mm-hmm. The Giants haven't lost 13th straight in 44. The Dodgers lost 16th straight in 44. The Guardians, then Indians, lost 12 straight in 1931. The Red Sox lost 14th straight in 1930. The Cardinals lost 16th straight in 1916 17. And the Yankees lost 12 straight in 1908. It has been 114 years since the Yankees have lost at least 12 straight games. That, that is insane. All of those streaks are insane. Yeah. There are some really bad Red Sox teams in the 30s and into the 40s and into the 50s, and none of them lost 12 straight. That's kind of crazy to me. So, And your team's got some good players right now, but anywho. Yeah, that's true. I just wanted to go into that. I just thought it was an interesting yeah. list that someone came up with. By the way, last year, four teams, the Diamondbacks, Rangers, Cubs, and Orioles, all lost at least uh, 12 games in a row last year. The Orioles lost 19 in a row in August. Remind me, too, next week we're going to do our weekly thing of the Non-Hall of Fame Cup. Okay. For baseball, which uh, Shoy Otani never picked up his award. I, I don't know why. Well, I'll, I'll talk to his people. All right, yeah. So you do that because, like, I can tell you next week, like, hey, hey. If you were going to go to Barbados, like, the great thing of Winnipeg, look at this. Winnipeg, look at this. Look yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what's ugly? Well, I already know what's ugly because I've got a lot to say about yeah, that. Yeah, ugly is, I think ugly is bigger than we realize. Um, ugly may end up being super ugly the end of antitrust for sports in the united states when we're all said and done with oh okay it's gone it is golf yeah uh and the pga has got a problem the a large number of their players i believe 17 at this point including some guy named Mickelson, who you may have heard of. Yeah, I've heard of him. Uh, and Louis Oosthuizen, right? I just love saying his name. Um, have defected in pretty much for Saudi oil money uh, and are playing in a league run by Greg Norman uh, mm-hmm. that is called the L- – I don't know what LIV stands for. I should probably look that up. No, no I do. It's, it's basically Roman numeral for 54 or something like that. So it's oh, uh, he's only playing, he's only playing fifty four holes for the tournament, and there yeah, no yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, yeah, because I was gonna go, I was gonna go deep into that, and then because we actually yeah. prepped, we did. We, I mean, prepped in the fact that you asked me what I was doing, and I sent you a message back, and you said, "Oh, I was gonna do some of that." But anyway, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's pretty damn good. This is a, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, for this situation, there are very few good guys. Let's put it that way to start. I agree. Um, so the PGA, so players have, um, several players have actually given up their PGA tour card uh, 
mm-hmm. as part of the toping to avoid punishment, but not everybody has. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Kevin Na did, and uh, there are a few others who did as well. Yeah, there's, um, few, yeah, there's quite a few, but yeah. Uh, but uh, the reason that players are defecting to this league is that, again, 54 holes, fewer weekends away, and guaranteed money. Last place gets $120,000. Yep. So yet, you, no matter how bad your weekend is, you get a hundred and twenty thousand dollar minimum just for showing up and playing fifty four right. holes. And so, before you go any further here, uh, just so because golf and tennis are sort of the, the same sort of animal, uh, you can make a shit ton of money on these tournaments, but if you lose, if you fail, you win shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, golf, more, golf more than tennis, actually, but yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. golf is yeah. golf is not good. Um, w- which is sort of like makes it that much more appealing. But anyway, go on. Sorry. So, uh, on one hand, if you take like LIV and PGA out of it, it's employees going from one company another essentially finding other jobs right now pga says that people who have contracts with pga are bound to the pga schedule right uh and they're bound to play with the pga we have to protect the pga shield as they would say in the nfl uh and right. they are suspending yeah. players although they're still allowing those who have can have who have qualified for the s open to play in the u.s open so i don't really know how that works well the there's so much I don't understand how it works, but anyway, yeah, please continue. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I know Dustin Johnson basically says that he's done with the PGA Tour forever. He's only going to play LIV events. And Dustin um, Johnson is not Phil Mickelson. Dustin Johnson, I believe, is 37. Mm-hmm. So where Phil is like 51, 52. So Dustin's got a lot more in his prime, whereas Phil's prime is done. So, but yeah, continue. Yeah. Um, so the PGA has suspended these players, said they can't do, go to anything except for apparently the majors. Uh, and oh, someone that asked, works. however that works. Yeah. And someone asked Dustin Johnson, um, so there, it's basically, you know, more money for fewer weeks a year and what he's gonna do with this other you know 35 40 weeks off he goes i don't know whatever the hell i want go fishing like they have they have a problem and greg norman says that they have players who are so mad the pga they have to uh they have to but they said that they're willing to take this to court as antitrust and destroy the antitrust provisions of the pga say that these guys are not actually employees of the PGA. Mm-hmm. They're actually independent contractors who should be able to go wherever they want. And they're not wrong. I mean, that I, I'm doing this at the simplest level. However, the place they're going is a guy who kills people. <laughs> like, a I lot. The person doing this. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, like, like, this might be the ugliest of your uglies. Yeah, it's like, like the, the whole teams in Europe last year trying to form their own Super League. 
uh, was really, really bad. Uh, but at least like nobody was getting into bed with a someone they know. I mean, there's so many people in bed with that man anyway at this point, but like. Right, but, but it's a little bit different also too when you've got individuals who, okay, they're millionaires, but now we're talking about life-changing money. And all right, so like I, I, I was looking at some of the things that sort of like came through with all of this. So uh, from uh, like some tweets from caddies and whatnot. So like where they're saying like, oh my God, look how great we're being treated. Uh, also from people who were covering it, which was saying like, oh, it's, it's so clean in terms of like no commercials, whatnot. Now, but, 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 the LIV, the people behind it, they're not making money off this. There is no profit off this because there couldn't possibly be. It's impossible for them to make a profit off this business model. You mm -hmm. can't do it. It reminds me of a certain lady in Russia. Brittany Griner. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the whole thing where you've got some people there who have created their league. Brittany was a toy. What happens mm. when the toy becomes useless? All right, it's not going to happen to these golfers because they're not going there, but don't forget what you are. You're a toy. You're nothing. Mm -hmm. You're nothing to these people. That's all I'm really going to say with that. Saying yeah. that, if, and I, I don't know enough about the PGA to say that, holy crap, are these people getting screwed? Are they? Phil seems to think so. I'm sure he wasn't the only one. I don't know. I really don't. So, like, the, a lot of these people were going to be an elevator down for the Golf Hall of Fame, but. Man, I don't know. I really don't know. I like competition. I think competition is always good. But rem please don't forget who you're getting in bed with. 100%. Uh, and Bryson DeChambeau uh, is one of the guys who left, and Rocket Mortgage already cut ties with him today, saying that since they're one of the sponsors of, uh, I can't remember what open it is, uh, but they're one of the sponsors of one of the tournaments. Of course, Bryce, if you go to golf's homepage, uh, Bryson D. Chambeau's uh, rocket mortgage ad is all over the banner at the moment still. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's guaranteed money, man. It's, I hey, think there's a lot of people who don't know that golfers and tennis players don't make guaranteed cash. So the PJs got to figure out a way to fix that. If they want to get this, but you're right. This isn't this isn't going to last. And then what happens when the Saudis get bored of this? Well, if they get bored, because like we're talking about, the, this is their toy. Maybe they don't get bored. I don't know. I have no. I don't know what is yeah, left. No, no, none of us. None of us actually know what is going to right. happen. Because we're talking about money that you and I can't possibly imagine. You know, when it comes to their their toys, 
I, I really don't, I have no idea. Yeah, so so I'm gonna say it's one of the great art. Uh, do you follow Michael McCann online? No. On Twitter? No. I would recommend it just by the way. Anyone who doesn't follow Michael McCann, uh, he's, a, he's a law professor at the University of New Hampshire uh, who does a lot on sports law. He had a lot, he actually taught a class at the Flategate and the law around that at one point. Uh, but he has a lot of interesting things on how sports tie in with everything. Uh, but he had a really good article. What's today? The tenth, so it would have been Tuesday or Wednesday earlier this week, about um, how the tour could be sued for antitrust law, but also for tortious interference, uh, which is another wonderful thing to say. But basically, trying to stop people from uh, going to do whatever they want with their careers. But if the antitrust law falls for golf. And it falls for that sport. Mm-hmm. Now there could be a very much a domino effect with the other sports as well, which would open up competing leagues like anything, or the ability to have them within the country. Now, again, now we haven't had a situation. Tennis would be the first one to fall, no? I'm sorry. Well, okay. Would tennis not be the next one? I mean, tennis would seem to be the obvious next one, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I mean, while we have seen rival football leagues and rival basketball leagues and rival hockey leagues not not make it long-term and get folded in, we haven't seen a rival baseball league except for, you know, the one that they yeah, was required to be – was, was, the, one, the one that was required to exist when they didn't let black people play. Um, but uh, it's been a long time. This is the only one where we're, we're talking about individuals. Right. Yeah. But, but here's the thing about law. Once there's a precedent for you to stand on, you can now try and make an argument off of that. I wrote a paper in law school uh, based off of the Goodrich decision, which legalized gay marriage in Massachusetts. Uh, and how if I were trying to, not that I agreed with it, the point in law school, you're just trying to make arguments. The point was, if I was trying to legalize polygamy, how would I use the Goodrich case to as a basis for doing that right now someone who thinks polygamy should be legal it's just that i my 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 assignment was to try and use the new precedent to make a law to make an argument in favor of a position so you can make an argument for me to tell my wife that her me and lucy lou is possible (laughs) i'm not sure you can tell lucy lou that um but i i i uh on that spot yet but okay just just by the way the name of my paper was having your cake and edith too um so (laughs) god you're awesome okay but anyway but no i mean it's and again i was just trying to make the best argument i can i don't think i did that great i think i like a b plus on the paper um but the point was to make an argument for something you didn't necessarily believe using a case that had been decided within the last year. That was the assignment we were given. Um, so that was the argument I tried to make. Because the last time the Supreme Court looked at polygamy, by the way, was 1896. I would have figured they just would have like reaffirmed it at some point, but they never did. Um, so once you, have an, once you have antitrust in on golf, if golf's antitrust falls, I bet you're probably right, tennis is next. But now if you have golf and tennis, now you have two precedents to stand on 
if you're a league who's trying to take on the NFL, right? And I know the NFL's got bigger lawyers than you do, but what's to say, what's to say you got billionaires who don't like whatever about the NFL and decide they want to try and start their own league and that the NFL has antitrust, whatever. Like there's no reason they couldn't do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and, and, and if I could, just from like the personal thing, for those saying like, okay, these people are all hypocrites or assholes, whatever. I don't, I, I don't disagree with what you're saying. Saying that every time we make a purchase, are you checking where yeah. it's coming from? Yeah. I mean, that was the thing about. Did you ever watch The Good Place? No. Okay. Well, there's without giving anything, without giving anything away, they were talking about how hard it was getting to heaven for anybody, and no one had gotten in in you know, six hundred years because it's impossible to do good all the time because no matter what you do in the interconnected world, there's always some downside to it, right? Like go 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 to go get an electric car, but the and the but the uh, materials needed to make the batteries for electric cars cause widespread problems where the countries are mined from like there are no good solutions to anything they're only less bad ones yeah uh yeah i i i've never seen it but that sounds like perfect to what i was trying to say there because man i don't know that if i would if i had that kind of golf skill that i wouldn't take that money I really yeah, know. Well, it's life-changing. It is. And the Sporting News actually had something saying that Tiger Woods' on-course earnings from PGA Tour events in his career mm-hmm. is $121 million. Dustin Johnson's getting $125 million for just joining LIV. And apparently, uh, well, I, I don't know how much it was, but they say it was like massive for Tiger, but then Tiger already has that. Tiger also well, Tiger, Tiger and LeBron both became billionaires this week. So say. But but Tiger is also somebody who's got all that endorsement money. It, like they're in a different world. Like realistically. So like Tiger can say, eh, no, I don't need an eight figure, I don't need this eight figures. Mm-hmm. He's the only person on the PGA tour who can say that. Only one. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with uh, Naomi Osaka. Mm-hmm. I think right now, on uh, if they were to do that in tennis, she's the only one. Well, of the females, anyway. Uh, Nadal and I'm sure Djokovic could would be the same thing too. But so you have three people who could say the same thing. Like, no. I, yeah. I, I, I can turn down an eight-figure thing. Mm-hmm. Djokovic would not, just by the way. That's true. <laughs> 0% chance Djokovic turns that down. He could, but he wouldn't. So, um, yeah. It's, just, it's an I absolute mess. No, I'm, I'm not blaming him. Like, if this money came from someone other than the murderer of Mr. Kashkogi, mm-hmm. I'd feel better about it. Uh, like if this came from again, even like 
Well, okay. So like a month oh, ago, let's, 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 let's pick, let's, let's say if Elon Musk, like who's a very polarizing person, was a person fronting this. Right. Right. And came up with it. I'd be like, well, you're a jerk from take from Elon Musk, but at least I wouldn't necessarily think it as blood money. I would be the, the, where Elon yeah, Musk well, gets no. money. When, why would you? Because Elon Musk is probably the biggest person to ever help the environment financially. Elon is a weird dude. But like, does he do something for blood? For blood? I don't know. I mean, like any billionaire, he massively exploits his workers, but. Um, okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, they felt but I mean, but again, again, you don't become a billionaire by being a good person. Put it that way. I agree. Um, You're right. I agree. Uh, I agree. Uh, so, but my point is like, even someone as polarizing as him mm-hmm. for a lot of people wouldn't feel the same as this. That's part of it too. Like I have, I, I don't, I don't blame the players for going and getting more money someplace else. I don't blame and the I don't blame the players for taking an opportunity that comes their way, particularly with how stupid and arbitrary and capricious a PGA tour could be on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's just where they're going and how and, they're getting there. Yeah, and I think also too, let's not just say Phil Mickelson is Kurt Flood. He's what? Phil Mickelson is not Kurt Flood. Oh no, he's not Kurt Flood. I didn't. I didn't hear what you said there. You, you broke like right when you said said Bill Nicholson is not, and I didn't hear anything. So yeah, that, yeah. That makes a lot of know, sense. So, so the, like, there's something to that, and I'll I'll be blunt. Up, uh, my wife is like, she's not a sports person, but she loves golf. Mm-hmm. So this is a story that she asked, "Are you going to talk about this?" And I said, "I am." I'm going to talk about this a lot. So she asked me what my take was. And I said, like, I don't know. And I still don't know. We're having, we talk about this for 20 minutes. And I don't know what my take is. I mean, like, I will never begrudge any of these guys for trying to get more money. But I, I will say to all of them, understand where it's coming from. That, that's all I can really say. And yeah, remember, you're a toy. And if you think that these people are going to take care of you, they're not. Yeah, they will throw you under the bus. And again, ask Brittany Griner. Ask her about that. Because she took money. She was treated like a queen in Russia. And the one person who can sort of like get her out of there will do nothing. Because she's useless to her now. Or to him now. That and that's my thing. Yeah. And again, I, I don't begrudge her for going there. I, I I said what I said like a month ago was like you knew who you were getting in bed with. You knew this was a possibility. And if you didn't, you were stupid. And I feel bad for her. I really do. I hope, I hope to God you are wrong and we see her alive again. Yeah, but yeah, I, I like like we said, starting this whole thing out there, it's very tough to tell just because of everything where the good guys are in this situation. I'm, I'm almost, I'm always, always with the players being able to get more money from the billionaires. 
like always. But it's just well, who these billionaires are, whose money they're taking. Well, and I, I say this to my dad all the time, and, and he always gets, because my dad's not a sports guy at all, and he always says, like, I always hate these players, whatever it is, for making all this. I said, like, okay, you're going to hate somebody for making money when they can? Mm-hmm. Like, that's capitalism. They're, if they're making money, it's because someone's going to pay them for it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Somebody's paying player x for whatever but anyway this can yeah. go on and on uh let's close this <laughs> yeah and just say hey did you know i wrote a book you have written a book yes I, I wrote a book so hey buy my book if you're a pro wrestling fan it's about chavo guerrero senior great guy i i love the man and you can get that on amazon chavo guerrero instant classic the late great chavo guerrero uh, we're doing a bunch of other shows that we do on the Bucknerverse. And uh, we're going to be doing a hockey hall theme thing uh, soon where we're going to talk about those who we think should be in the hockey hall. Evan's going to be a part of it. He's going to tell you why Pierre Turgeon, he's wrong, should be in the hockey hall of fame. Look for that next week. Don't really care what you think. I, I am 100% correct. You Canadians need to get over this crap. No. We will not, A. But anyway, you know what I did there? Yeah, I do. Right. C-A-N-A-D-A. All right. All right. Yeah, so, all right. So, we go. Oh, sorry, sorry. Just about, sorry. Quick, quickly about Canadians. I watched a preview show for Lego Masters, which is coming up, and they have two Canadian teams. One are some Calgary firefighters. Mm-hmm. Other people are just super Canadian and uh, handed out bottles of fresh maple syrup the judges are like it's a perfect pick-me-up and they were chugging bottles of maple syrup to give themselves enough energy to get through the lego competition so okay i don't know about doing that because that's not really what we're all about (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so we've 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 got that coming and there's so much other shows here so wherever you are wherever you may be stay safe everyone we all love you take care take care